Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. I am one of your FWBs. Read reviews by Jess or just Jess. And I am your other FWB booked with Emily or just M. Her name is actually Krabby Patty because she's (laughs) literally just eating sticks of imitation crab. Does anybody else do that? Let us know because I've never seen anybody but Emily do that. I love these packs of imitation crab and I eat them like a string cheese where I'll peel pieces down. You can't get the chunks. You got to get the... My dog, Lily, my dog is standing right under me. This is her favorite snack ever. She's like, mom, I want more. I've never, until I literally got in her car one day and I saw a (laughs) pack of them. Empty. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, what is happening? Why do you have these? And she does eat them like a cheese stick. I've never tried it, but anyways. So good. Today, we are talking about The Summer We Fell by Elizabeth O'Rourke. We are indeed. And to preface this episode, um... I read this book a long time ago, aka like at least two weeks, and I don't remember a single thing about it. So, yeah, except for the end. I'm going to have to probably carry the team through this one, but I'm going to put her on my back. We're going to get through it. But before we do that, we are going to, I feel like it's been a while, but we're going to take a BuzzFeed quiz. Well, no, it hasn't been that long because we just took that one where we um, basically turned ourselves in for murder that's true another reason i'm gonna be sent to prison (laughs) (laughs) yeah before we get into the quiz um how are you doing (laughs) guys i've been better so i don't know if i've mentioned on the podcast i'm really in like my taboo forbidden romance age gap (laughs) era like i don't know like i don't know leave me alone that's just what i'm into right now And so I posted on my personal Instagram, like, age gap romance recommendations. No, your book, your bookstagram. Yeah, I'm sorry, my personal bookstagram. And said, like, these are some age gap romances I read. I didn't say anything, anything even remotely smutty or spicy. Like, I even put a disclaimer in my post because I absolutely understand Like I said, like, these books are not going to be for everyone. Like, they are explicit. They are taboo. They're forbidden. However, it's fiction. If you don't like it, don't read it. But, like, if you pass Mm -hmm. judgment, I think you're a loser. I don't judge people for what they read. But I was just trying to lighten the mood a little bit, okay? I think if you judge anyone, you're a loser. So Mm -hmm. some some girl commented (laughs) on the post and accused me of, of really bad things when it comes to to children um mm-hmm. just very unkind and very untrue and said basically it's disgusting and my mm-hmm. post got reported because it goes against instagram <laughs> guidelines and it was removed and now i'm probably gonna my bookstagram is probably gonna be deleted and i'm probably gonna be arrested so so she's not doing well yeah <laughs> no <laughs> i yeah, whatever. Yeah, let's just take a moment and, you know, say a prayer for Emily's bookstagram. No, it's going to be fine. I thought the post was great, and I also am not into that, but, you know, a lot of people are, and so that's what's, what's up. Yeah, I think th- I think that's the beauty of bookstagram. It's just, like, people recommend things all the time. I wasn't even into it until literally two months ago. Like, And it's also, like, 
number one, they're fiction books, and it's also like you're not writing them, so no, mm, I don't know. You're just enjoy, you're, yeah, yeah, whatever. That's yeah. neither here nor there. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I how guess. are you? <laughs> I'm doing better than Emily, so I don't even want to complain. But um, yeah, let's get into it. We are having a jam-packed day today um, with podcast recordings. We actually just recorded our a Polycon episode, so now we're doing this one. And then after this one, uh, in, in an hour and a half, we're talking to Shannon about Fantasy Romance Rec. So if you're wondering why we're doing this, Emily is leaving me to go on vacation next week. So um, got to squeeze them all in. We're getting prepared. So unlike us, to be honest with you, but... I know. I hate it. But- Except for the fact that we recorded a Polycon 24 hours, bef- less than 24 <sighs> hours before it goes live. I know. You'd think we'd be sick of each other. And maybe uh. if we didn't have the podcast, we would be. But we are professionals. So let's get into this damn quiz. Today we are taking... What should you do this summer? Pick a thing. Oh, wait. Pick a few of your favorite summer things to find out. And then it says watermelon is such a summer food. So true. And if you are wondering why we're taking this book or taking this mm. quiz, the summer we fell. I mean, it's, it's summer. Yeah, it's, it's summer. <laughs> it gives summer vibes. They're on the beach. So we thought it'd be perfect. So, okay. First, pick a fruit to snack on. Watermelon, strawberries, melon, cherries, orange or mango you know it's the obvious choice but watermelon i'm honestly this is something controversial about me but i'm not like a fruit girly like i'll eat watermelon and that's really all the fruit that i like raw like bananas and grapes but like i'm not a berry girl unless they're in a smoothie yeah that is weird but i'm not surprised because it's coming from you so (laughs) (laughs) i actually this is probably controversial i do not like watermelon like, really? no, if my mom during the summer, every time we have somewhere to go, she is in charge of fruit salad. Like, it's her thing, you know? And I will pick around watermelon. I just don't like it. I don't I know. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. I didn't used to like watermelon, but now I love watermelon. It has to be a good one, though. Right. Like, I, I don't dislike it, but I don't like It's my least favorite fruit. But, um. What's your favorite fruit? Probably, like, my go-to at a grocery store, probably strawberries. And I'm, Ugh. I, I'm really into those cotton candy grapes right now. Mm. I went to Giant Eagle yesterday and got a bag of the cotton candy grapes, and I I checked out. They were $12. I had the guy come over. They were by pound. I had the guy come over. I removed them. I was like, I'm not paying $12 for a bag of grapes. Oh, my God. I know. I know. Yeah, fuck that. I'm going to go. Actually, I do really. Sorry. Sorry. No, go ahead. What are you I was just going to say, like, mandarin oranges, like cuties. Tim does, too. Love that. Um, all day all day i could eat a cutie you know what's funny too we're really going off on fruits and here. i could get ate by a cutie all day too <laughs> what's that is that from tiktok no what is it i said you know mandarin oranges are called cuties i yeah. said all day i could eat a cutie and then i said and i could get ate by a cutie oh. whatever it was a joke i thought it was funny if you laughed let me know <laughs> I was just going to say that I actually really do like fruits a lot, but I normally don't buy them because fruit's fucking expensive as hell. Like, so expensive. And I love banana-flavored things. Love it. But I don't like eating a banana right out of the peel. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I only like it when it's ripe, but I also never, like, reach for a banana out of the peel. Like, I'd put it on, like, peanut butter toast or something. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Anyways, this has turned into an episode about fruit, so let's just move <laughs> I, along. I picked strawberries. Pick. I picked oh. strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pick a swimsuit. A one piece, a bikini, a monokini, a burkini, and a swim trunks. Or I don't want to swim. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the bikini. I don't like tan lines, so I yeah. wear I wear I wear the probably shouldn't. It's an eyesore, but I wear the tiniest bikini I can find because I don't like having tan lines. So I'm gonna go with bikini. Okay, I don't know why she's laughing. So one thing about me is I'm gonna swim. I'm gonna swim, and I'm gonna play mermaids. Um, I'm a swim. <laughs> I'm a swim. One thing about me, I'm a swim. Um, I would go with a monokini. Okay. Anyways, go on. Oh, my God. Okay. Pick an ice cream flavor. Vanilla, chocolate, mango, mint chocolate chip, caramel, or strawberry. Ooh. I'm going to go with caramel. That looks so good. It does look really good. Is this specifically in the summer or just year-round, do you think? Year round. No, it's for the summer. Okay. In this, I would go with mango. That looks refreshing as hell. Yeah. Now, yeah. what's your favorite ice cream flavor, actually? You don't really like sweets, so. Mm-mm, no. Um, Vanilla or, like, cookie dough. Oh. Yeah. Basic bitch. My favorite ice cream flavor ever is from Storm Bros um, Ice Cream in Annapolis, Maryland. If you ever go there, you have to get their oatmeal cookie ice cream. It's so good. And you have to get one scoop of oatmeal cookie and one scoop of caramel cookies and cream. So this is a method to your madness. Yeah, and it's a good one. Okay, noted. Why have you never taken me there? <laughs> is it I'm your- trying to think because I think we might have gone there. Have know. we ever gotten ice cream together? No. One time you wanted to, but we had to drive all the way back to Annapolis. Is that the yeah. place? And you didn't want to. Yeah. No, I said, let's do it. I said, no. YOLO. You like, do you, uh, no, you said, you really want to drive all the way there just for ice cream? And I said, I did, but now you're making me not want to. I definitely probably did say something like that. Okay. okay. Go ahead. I don't know. No, it's yours. You oh. go. Pick a vacation spot. Jamaica, Turks and Caicos, the Maldives, Bora Bora, Fiji, mm-hmm. or I preferred cold places. This is ridiculous because if you're looking at this quiz, these pictures, it's all clear water. It's, I would go to mm. any single one of these places. I'd go to any single one also, but I have been really wanting to go to Turks and Caicos or the Maldives. So I'm going to go with, I'll never afford the Maldives, so I'll go with Turks and Caicos. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Jamaica. Tim and I actually have been wanting to go to Sandals, Jamaica, and it's mm. probably the most reasonably in our budget. So I'm going to go with Jamaica. That's fair. If you didn't know, on Bookstagram, there's a girl at Tropic Book Club. There might be a dot in there somewhere, but she literally lives in the Maldives and she works at a resort and she just has like the coolest life. So it's so annoying. She'll take me in and I can just stay with her and save a dollar. Yeah. And when I say it's annoying, I mean that in. I'm a very envious, jealous person because it's just like she's living the dream. She lives in paradise. It's not actually annoying. You should follow her. She posts like her real, oh, just follow her. Anyways, finally, choose a pair of shorts, denim shorts, sweat shorts, biker shorts, paper bag shorts, cargo shorts, or I prefer pants. Um, I'm torn between denim and bike shorts. 
I'll probably go denim. I, I love a good pair of bike shorts, but during the summer, I probably wear more denim shorts, so de- denim. Really? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I would never would have guessed. Um, I am... I love a, a good sweat short, but, like, they can't be too hot. So my favorite are, like, the vintage shorts from Old Navy. They're just comfortable. They're breathable. They're my fave, so I'll go there. Okay. <gasps> what did you okay. get? I got... Okay, what should you do this summer? And Pick a few of your favorite summer things to find out. I got... Go swimming! Oh my god, that's literally you. This is made for you. Swimming is a very fun activity to do with your friends and family. Uh, That's what the caption is. That wasn't my take, but it is. Um, As long as they'll play games with you. Fun fact about me is I actually can't swim. What? I just like... Okay, like I can't like... (laughs) I just literally puppy paddle. I can't like... What's this called? Breaststroke? Okay, so Jess can't swim. That's Mm -hmm. new. We learned a lot about each other this episode, or this quiz. Um, I got, go to an amusement park. Amusement parks are very fun. Don't be scared of the big roller coasters. I hate amusement parks. I don't like large crowds of people. (laughs) I don't like roller coasters, so this would not, I would go for the food on maybe like a cold day when not a lot of people would be there. That's fair, I think. I would also go for the food. I don't, like... I don't know. I'm not into it anymore, but okay. Yeah. Since we're all summered up, let's go fall into summer with The Summer We Fell by Elizabeth O'Rourke. If you read along with us, you know this is a romance book with a dual timeline, and it's about 303 pages long. And it also has a good read score of 4.17 out of 7,400 reviews. So I'd say that's pretty good. Yeah, I would say people are loving it. People are getting why ready for summer. Why you ask me why I'm talking like that? Because sometimes you just randomly talk like that. I just <laughs> thought it was just a part of who you are. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Give us, the, give us the summary. Okay. So we have Juliet, Luke, and Danny. Juliet is dating Danny and living with his family. They take her in because she has a pretty shitty life. Um, and then he comes home from college one year or one summer and he brings his friend Luke. And right off the bat, we kind of have like an enemy situation. But then it kind of, as the story progresses, turns into a little bit of a they love each other situation. Um, wrong, right person, wrong time. And it just follows kind of like their relationship. And we do have, it is dual timeline. So when the story starts, we know that they are estranged. They do not talk. Dan, I mean, uh, Juliet and Luke haven't talked in years, but they're brought back to their home because tragedy strikes. Um, and then we have flashbacks kind of watching how they fell in love and why they are estranged. So that's about it. I think that's perfect. You really sparked my memory. So, um, as always, what did you think about this book? I loved this book. Yeah. This spoiler. This is my first Elizabeth O'Rourke book. Um, I really didn't know what to expect. There's a sexy man on the cover of it carrying mm-hmm. a surfboard. And I think this, I think Valentine sent this book out to a lot of people. So I saw it floating around like on Instagram and it's on KU. So I was like, okay, I'm going to read it. And I think I read it in like one sitting. I, I absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. Um, which, which is sometimes a little hard with, um, uh, well, we'll get to that. But Jess, what did you think? I really liked it too. I, yeah. <laughs> 
She's like, I don't remember, but I think I liked it. No, you no, liked it. I liked it. I liked it too. I read it pretty quickly. I actually messaged Emily and I was like, you should read this because I think you would like it. But she forgot that part. I did uh, forget that part. <laughs> so I read this because Jess told me to read it. There we go. That sounds more like it. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I really enjoyed it. I like the dual timeline. I wish it was dual point of view. That's like the only thing I would change. I feel like, you know, I struggle with yeah. single point of view. But yeah, um, I I thought it was it was it was angsty. Uh-huh. And yeah, I have things to say, but I'll save them. Okay, so I guess starting out with the main characters, we have Juliet, who is, it's from, it's told from her point of view, she is the female main character, her boyfriend Danny and his family, um, and they are very religious, his father's a pastor, and her mom, or his mom, I'm sorry, is like a homemaker and works for the church as well, I believe, and then we have Luke, who is Danny's best friend, and he is a very talented surfer, so. I really... The one thing I did not like, I would say, is that I felt like Juliet just needed to grow a little bit of a backbone. Like, I get why she did it, but this whole family treated her like a little servant. And I was just like, what is going on? Like, they would get home and they'd all be eating dinner. And Juliet's, like, running around trying to, like, get them juice from the fridge or, like, whatever the fuck else. And... They're just allowing her to do it. And then Luke gets there finally. And he's like the only person that calls her out and is like, why do you let them treat you like this? But she doesn't see anything wrong with it. I think at first it comes off like Luke hates her. Like, I think when Luke first comes into the picture, like, he's always giving her dirty looks. He always is making rude comments like, yeah, I'm sure you will get that juice. And it comes off very, like, he's being rude about it. But then I think the the more we read the story, it's because he's pissed off that the family treats her like that. And, like, he's kind of being like, why are you doing this type thing? But at first it comes off like, oh, my God, why does Luke hate her? <laughs> like, well, I feel like he's pissed off that she's letting them. Not even that they're treating her like that, that she's letting him because there's this undertone of the book that like both Luke and her have like these troubled pasts right and they have I guess like come out of it and they have to be like stronger now and so he knows like she's not this like little servant who's gonna run and round and do everything for everybody and he's like looking at her like I see you for what you really are which is not this, but you're just, like, falling into it. Yeah, there's even, like, a couple, I think, analogies in the book that he makes where it's, like, you're not, like, this caged bird. Like, I I Mm want to help set you free, but all I can do is open the door. Like, you need to fly out on your own. So I think as the story progresses, and it it doesn't happen quickly in the story, but as it progresses, you see that he, he does just want what's best for her. But I think Juliet... I think she's just immature. Like, she's a young girl. She has a terrible childhood. And I feel like the reason she just lets Danny's family treat her that way is because she feels like she owes them everything for right. letting them live there and or letting her live there and feeding her and, and taking care of her. Like, she thinks, like, if I don't, like, serve them, like, they could kick me out type thing. Yeah, no, 100%. That's totally right. But it just was still so frustrating. Like, it was. Even the mom, I feel like, I don't know, the mom really pissed me off. And I was still mad at her at the very end because I just feel like, I don't know. I think I the know. mom she was, was dealing just with as her weak. own stuff. Yeah, she was dealing with her own stuff with the dad who, like, was the real problem, I think. But. I think I struggled with Danny the most, which is her boyfriend, as you guys know, because, like, 
I think Danny was really just a product of his environment and, like, how he was raised. And, like, I I do think he loved Juliet. I think that he just wanted her to be, like, his mom. You know what I mean? Like, a little housewife that does what she's told to do. But I don't think Danny was a bad guy. I just think that he was really struggling with, like, how he was raised and what his parents wanted him to believe versus, like, I mean, he's a college student, right? He's a virgin in college, which, nothing against that, but, like, I think he was struggling with that and, like, having a long-term girlfriend and Juliet, like, really wanted to, like, have that connection with him. Like, I don't know. I felt bad for Danny. Yeah, I can't say I felt bad for Danny just because, I don't know, like, I get, like, he was totally a product of his environment, but I also break the chain juliet was also a product of her environment too and i don't know I, <laughs> well i think that you were saying how like danny is a product of or no i said danny's a product of him his environment but like i think juliet was too like that's i don't know i just I, they're also no, young too that. yeah that juliet's a product of her environment <laughs> I know, I'm saying, I, I think, I'm agreeing with you, like, she was a product oh, of her yeah. environment, too, but also, too, like, I think they were all so young still. Like, we're 30-year-olds reading about, you know, 16, 17-year-olds. So, I can, I was just trying to look at it from, like, that point of view. I just don't feel bad for Danny, because I thought he was a little bitch. Okay. Also, Danny is, we'll get to that, but <laughs> Continue. Uh, that was basically it. But what did you think about, like, okay, as you were reading the story, I thought it was very obvious that, like, Julia and Luke were in each other's corners, even when it was written as if they hated each other. Right. Like, did you see that, too? Like, were you kind of like, oh, my God. Like, Yeah, yeah. 100%. I thought Luke, honestly, she kept saying, like, he hates me, like, he's judging me, whatever. And I honestly thought that, like, he wasn't. Like, I thought like you said he just wanted to like her to stand up for her or her him he wanted to stand up for her and i was like she's stupid like that's not what he's doing and then at one point he is like yeah i am judging you and i was like oh okay <laughs> oh shit but out of love out of love he was judging her um wait the one part that like i was like oh my god okay luke like has to be end game is when juliet was run off the road on her bike and oh my gosh. yeah and she like came back and was like all torn up about it and like Danny was just like oh like oh are you okay and Luke was fucking pissed so they all went to this party and Luke like beat up the guy that ran her off the road and he even said to Danny he was just like why wasn't that you why am I defending your girlfriend and I was like yeah Danny why the fuck are you defending your girlfriend I agree. And he kept doing that, like, with her. Juliet was assaulted by her stepbrother, I think, or something like that, or I don't know. It was a brother figure, yeah. Yeah, and she told them that, and Danny got, like, pissed off at her that she was assaulted because he thought she was a virgin, and he ended up, like, confiding in Luke, and then Luke went and beat the shit out of the brother and yelled at Danny and was like, that's not on her, like, you need to be better. Yeah. So... Luke Luke. was, like, such a good book boyfriend, actually. Luke is so superior. I will say, though, how Luke looks on the cover is not how I picture him. Really? No. Like, the man on this cover is so pretty. And I pictured Luke being a little bit harder. Like, just a little Mm. more, like, rugged. But either way, they're so beautiful. Oh, my God. Wait till you see this cover. I just pictured him like that because... 
He's That's there. what I went into it. Yeah. Okay. But also, like, Luke does a lot of this stuff for for Juliet, but Juliet does a lot about Luke that we didn't know, or does a lot for him. So, like, she is, she goes to the mom, and she's like, Luke is hungry. Like, do you see how big he is? Like, he needs more food. You're not feeding him enough. And she's like, I basically don't have the money. So Juliet starts pitching in to feed Luke. And then we also find out that she, like, donated, like, $4,000 or something so he could buy this surfboard so he could go enter the surfboard playoffs. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The the surfboard Super Bowl. Yeah. It... I, okay, so what was interesting is we found out everything Juliet did in the in the present day. Like, we mm-hmm. didn't know she was doing that when they were young. We found out, like, in the present day, so when they were older. And that's when Luke found out, too. But I will say, I didn't expect her to be the one to buy the surfboard. I really thought it was going to be, like, his rich friends. So when – because remember, they were sitting around the fire, and she was like, he needs a surfboard. I'm sending up a GoFundMe. And the next day, he had all that money. And, like, she was just waitressing. So I never even mm-hmm. crossed my mind that she donated that, donated that money. I really thought it was going to be, like, the group of friends who all had rich dads. And so when it came out that Should she, have been. Yeah, right? But when it came out that she did it, I was like, oh, my God. They just love each other so much. I thought we found out about her buying food, like, in the past. And then the mom reveals it in the present. Maybe I just can't remember. I, I guess he finds out in the present. I can't yeah, remember when it really happens. Matter. But either way, I like that. You know what pissed me off the most, though? What? Is that she wouldn't leave with him. When they finally go to the beach and they're sitting on their surfboard. So finally they admit their feelings to each other, right? And they end uh-huh. up having – so there is cheating, which I was fine with it, honestly. But, like, they had sex on the beach, and they were talking about their future and that beautiful beach house, and they wanted a hammock to lay in. Remember how big the hammock was? Right. Do you remember this? Yeah, but she couldn't leave with him. Why? Because fucking Grady. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was an issue. But we didn't find out about that until the few, the, the present day. So, like, as we were reading the the past like oh, we didn't right. we like i was like just leave with him like he you guys will figure it out like you just leave with him like i just but that would have been way too easy honestly so i that yeah. made me so let's sad talk about let's talk about so the twist so throughout the book number one you know that something's kind of happened to danny but you don't know what like they're set, essentially setting up like some memorial like foundation for him where she's like foster that his mom like a is foster like house kids yeah so and it's called danny's house so right. you know it should have been called Juliet's house or something but anyways <laughs> that's neither here nor there um <laughs> Um, so you know something has happened to Danny because they're, like, memorializing him, right? But you don't know what. So you find out at the end-ish of the book, but also do you? Like, it's, like, a cliffhanger, but not. But what did you think about how Danny died? I thought the way he died was, you know, I'm not going to say it was suicide, but it was definitely, like, how did he think that was going to play out? Like, he jumped off of a cliff with a surfboard in the the middle middle of the the night night, and it was a jump that they didn't even want luke to do earlier that day who is a much more you know talented swimmer and surfboarder right and so like 
I just don't understand how he thought that was going to work in his favor. I do think, though, it was like an act out of anger because right before he did this, he found out that Luke and Julia were like sleeping together. But like, what? What were you doing? Like, <laughs> That's exactly my thoughts. I think I texted Emily, too. Like, she was like, am I going to be sad at the end? And I was like, well, someone dies. And she was like, so yes. And I was like, but no, you're probably not going to be sad because it's kind of too dumb to be sad. Yeah. Like, I... And not to say, like, it was written dumb. It was just, like, I Danny just bothered me. And I think it just played to his immaturity. Like, you're literally going to go. It wasn't like he was inebriated, right? He wasn't drunk or anything. Not that I remember. I don't remember either. I don't think he was. He just literally made this decision to jump off of a cliff in the middle of the night to try and surf these waves when, like, literally everybody was, like, no, like no chance yeah. Luke could even do it. But he wanted to compete with Luke. He was jealous. So right, I don't know. I I thought that was stupid. But I think what was even more stupid was that Juliet believed somehow that Grady could somehow make Luke go to jail for Danny's death. Like that was so dumb to me when it finally was revealed. So at the very end, it was revealed that Grady, which was Danny's cousin, like went to Julia and was like, you need to leave. You can't go with Luke or else I will make sure Luke is blamed for Danny's death. Like, all this stuff. And it was just so stupid to hang over her head because if Juliet was smart, she'd be like, there's no proof of that. Like, there's no way you can pin his death on Luke. But again, I think this speaks to their immaturity and just kind of, like, not being in touch with the real world at that age. Like, it was just so silly to me. Like, I just wanted to shake her and be like, you wasted so much time for no reason. Yeah, I agree. And honestly, like, even, like, the cops and stuff were going to believe Grady, though. Like, when it finally does come out, he, like, tells the cops and Juliet and Luke get arrested. And the only reason that they get let off is because Danny's mom goes and lies for them. Which is, like, so confusing because I'm like, where is your actual evidence that any of this happened? Yeah. It makes no sense. So, like, I guess, like, Grady was, like, partfully right. Like, Juliet was right to believe him because that's kind of what happened. And if the mom wouldn't have lied, like, would I don't know I guess what would have happened. Yeah. Like, it just, I guess since that, the mom did step in and lie and say, no, like, I talked to Danny beforehand. Like, he told me he was going to go do this. He was really upset. So he was, like, Luke and Juliet's alibi. But even without her, I still don't think the cops would have been able to pin that on Luke or Juliet. We don't know because we didn't explore that. But, like, it just seems I don't think so either. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, where was the evidence to do that? So it seemed out of left field. But also, let's talk about Grady. Like, She also could have been like, okay, I'm going to tell everybody you're gay if you tell everybody that Luke was responsible for this. So she could have, like, Uno reversed him in the blackmail, but she didn't. She was just like, you're right. I'm just going to leave. He even said, he was like, no one will believe you. Because, like, that, I think her inner monologue kind of said that was like, I just caught you with a guy. Because Danny was, his whole family, and even Grady were like, just because they thought they were religious. They were also homophobic. And he was so against, like, being gay or, like, liking gay people. And then he was found on a beach with a man. So, like... Grady was. Grady, yeah. yeah. But also, like, I feel like if it, like, came down to it, Luke and her could have gone to that guy and been like, Grady's trying to do this. Like, you need to say that 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like they're... Anyways, that's neither here nor there because they didn't do it. We right. We just have to focus on what they did do. <laughs> but I did have a little... I would say out of... I loved the book, but I'd say that, like, last... The ending from, like, Grady and Danny and them getting arrested at the ball or whatever. Yeah. Those were where my issues lied. For sure. I, I absolutely agree. I was talking to another friend about this, and that's what... She kind of made a good point where it's like, we're reading this as adults, you know what I mean? Who wouldn't fall for something like that? But it's 16 years old without really any money to help you get anywhere, without a family to back you up, with coming from the foster system, like, they might be more gullible to believe that stuff. So I tried to look at it from that perspective as I don't even think to that's like, true because even as adults, they looked at it like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, as adults who are literally rich and famous now like that's how they were still looking at it like she was still afraid that like she grady was gonna say something or grady was afraid she was so i just think it was like the plot i don't know yeah i don't know maybe by that point they were just like well we've already gone this route for 10 years let's just stick to it i don't know i think that with books like this with like silly twists like i try not to think too hard about them like just like just like take it for what it is because I, we could pick it apart, right? But overall, like, I really, really enjoyed this. Um, I do wish well, that... Well, I, let me just say one more thing. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I think, like, even as adults, like, you're still kind of like, why won't she be with him? Like, they're, they're now in this place, like, they're having sex, but she's like, no, I can't be with you. And it's still because she's, like, afraid that this is gonna ha- come out and it's gonna, like, Luke's gonna get in trouble. Right. And... It's just, like, they never really learned. And also, like, she's, like, a cokehead. That was, like, a twist I didn't expect. Wait, who's like a cokehead? She- Juliet. I feel like okay, I she's rem- not a cokehead. I feel like I don't remember she's this. Doing, she's, like, doing... She's famous. She's a celebrity. And her boyfriend is, like, a really bad influence because he's, yeah. like, a rock star. Well, so he beats her. He's abusive. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure she was, like, using drugs with him. And she's just, like, drinking and... Not in the best place. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that happened. I take your word for it. <laughs> I don't remember that at all, but I I will say that I wish we saw more of Luke and Juliet together in the present day. Like, they do not finally get together until, I kid you not, the book is, like, at 97% through. Like, so I read it on my Kindle, and I remember looking at the, the percentage being, like, are we not going to get an epilogue? Like, are we not going to, like, what mm-hmm. happens to them? So I do wish that we got just a little more of them together and finally happy um, before it ended. Yeah, I agree. 100%. I was really confused that in the present day, when they, like, haven't even talked, like, they hate each other, but he just, like, sneaks in her room and then they fuck and then never talk to each other again for days. That yeah. was interesting. I think that's that was their way of just being like, we still need each other. Mm, yeah. I, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. I was I like, I, I hope he sneaks into our room tonight again. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was like, not following though. Yeah. I don't know. This, for being my first Elizabeth O'Rourke, I was really, really impressed with it. I'm actually reading... Um, another book, another series by her right now. And I really like her writing. So, I don't know. I would recommend this book. I think it gave perfect summer vibes. It takes place on the beach. He's a surfer. So, I I mean, just the cover alone, I think, gives good vibes for the summer. 
Yeah, I also think this is, like, a little bit heavier for a summer read, so if you're expecting this to be, like, fully a beach read, like, just, like, easy breezy, it's definitely not. Yeah. Um, If you haven't read it and you're listening, but I overall really liked it. I think I... I actually just read Eliz- The Devil We Know or whatever it's called by a her. A Deal with the Devil or something. Yeah. It's the book one, yeah. I really liked it as well. I think I liked it actually a little bit more than this just because with this one, like, the twist and, like, the little bit of plot holes lost me a little bit. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I haven't – so I'm actually uh, 50% through now A Deal with the Devil and I haven't gotten to any, like, plot twists if there is or anything like that, but I think it's just lighter. Like, it's not as heavy, like, yeah. as as this one is. Um, but – yeah, overall. Oh, I guess, too, we should mention. So I don't know if this is going to be a series, but there's definitely a book, two coming mm-hmm. out in September. It's The Summer I Saved You, and that is a single-parent romance. And the male main character, I'm almost positive, is Caleb, and he was one of the friends that would, like, go to the beach with them and, like, sit around the fires with them. The only that's another thing too. I wish the friends were a little more dis- distinguishable. Like I feel like they right. all kind of blurred together. Like when I read that it was Caleb, at least I think I read that somewhere. I was like, "Wait, which one was Caleb?" So, I wish that like I remember his personality a little more just heading into a book about him. But it's going to be about him and then I think his love interest. It's de- her name's definitely Hope because there was a preview of it in the back of this book and we haven't met her yet. So she's like a new to us character. Mm-hmm. interesting i'm excited about that one i like a single parent romance so yeah i am in my single parent era anyways what did you rate this book um i haven't rated it i would probably honestly i don't know guys i'm really struggling i haven't been following my rating guide because lately the books i've been reading i've just been like they're so easy to pick apart like, they're so easy to be like, that was what the fuck. But, like, I've just been vibing with it. I'd give it four and a half stars, I think. Maybe okay. five, actually. I, because I can't stop thinking about it. I've thought a lot about this book. So I would give it four and a half to five stars. Like, I really liked it. Despite all the things we talked about, like, it's still up in my noggin. So. Yeah. I'd probably give it three and a half. I think it was good. I enjoyed it. I could pick some stuff apart of it. I did do that, but I, I like, I obvious, I don't know. See, I don't really have a rating system, but I'm obviously, like, I pretty much forgot everything about this book as soon as I read it, so. Yeah. I forgot about the cocaine, so it's fine. <laughs> I mean, maybe that didn't happen. Like, if you're listening to this and you're like, Jess is actually on cocaine, I'm not, but. Mm, sure. That would make sense. No, overall, I really liked it. I'm excited for book two. Um, I really like Elizabeth O'Rourke, too. She's very, very nice. I'm glad that this book was, like, put on my radar by you and Valentine. <laughs> Not by me, I guess. <laughs> but, no, she I really liked about it. That. I hope everyone else liked it, too. We, Like I said, we read this book. I, I read it after her. I read it in April, so it was less than a month ago, and still thinking about it. So, big Jeez. fan. Yeah, well, I haven't posted a review on it because I can't gather my thoughts, but I finally have a review, finally have a review written, and maybe eventually. Did you buy the book? You said you weren't going to. No, I haven't. I liked it that much. I was like, I need to have a copy for my shelf. You said you didn't like the cover. 
you weren't going to buy it. So I actually asked Elizabeth. I, so I like discreet covers. And like I mentioned, this cover has like a man on it. And so I asked her if she was planning on doing any discreet covers or like alternate covers. And she said that she personally is not, but there will be a couple of discreet covers and some book boxes coming up. So that's interesting. Keeping my eyes on that. Yeah. Okay. That is all for this book. We hope if you read along with us that you enjoyed it. I feel like it's been a minute since we did a buddy read where we both really liked it. And I honestly feel like maybe 3.5 was too harsh. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't dislike it, but I also don't know because, like, I didn't remember anything from it. Right. It just doesn't stand out to you. But I still think three and a half is a good rating. You like, think I so. Yeah. I think okay. that's like you enjoyed it, but you wouldn't say it was like your favorite read. Like, it was yeah. good. Like, it was... I still recommend it. Still, yeah. For sure. Anyways. Okay. I guess we can say we're friends with The Summer We Fell. If you like this episode and want to continue reading along with us, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Friends with Books Pod. That's where we share all of our upcoming buddy reads and we will announce our upcoming segments as well. <laughs> oh my God. Exactly what she said. <laughs> um, next week, we will have our All About Fantasy episode. With fantasy. Sh- fantasy episode with Shannon. <laughs> super, super excited about that. We're actually recording that, like Jess said, in like an hour. Um, and then the following week is all about Jess. So exciting two episodes for the rest of the month. And in the meantime, go ahead. I just still don't know what the All About Jess episode is about because I just don't have a lot to say. So we'll we'll play it by ear. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out along the way. It's going to be fine. But okay. in the meantime, make sure you subscribe to the pod on any of the listening platforms that you use and tune in to next week's episode. See you next Thursday. Bye. See you later. Bye.